very special bonus episode of Caught My Pod. Bonus episode. Sarah and I could not contain ourselves. We have to talk about Game of Thrones. So, um, we have to, we this have entire to, episode to. is going to be about Game of Thrones. It's not going to be hospitality related like normal. Um, so, a couple things. If you don't watch Game of Thrones, you know, you might want to skip this episode, although it is going to be highly entertaining. Um, but even if you do watch it, make sure that you are up to date because we are going to be talking about everything yes. through season seven up to the season finale, yes. including the season finale. Yes, because so, we're this is this is right after the finale. We're recording this on Tuesday. Yes, so, yes. Um, and you know we're just gonna have some fun with it, share our, our opinions. Um, it won't necessarily be a, a recap show. It'll be no. what yeah. We, this is not a recap show. It'll be more about what we think about uh, the show in general, the direction that it's going. Specific themes. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. This is not going to be a deep dive into the season finale. If you want recaps or deep dives, you need to listen to Bald Move, Jim and Aaron, or Podcast Winterfell, or even the Shad on TV guys are really good. Yeah. So, not us. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. No, we are not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, that said, welcome to our very special episode i feel like I'm super um, excited about this i feel like it's, it's one fun. of those um you know like when blossom would have like a very special episode and it always always be like heartwarming and yeah. stuff at the end <laughs> or whatever um, it's probably not gonna happen here <laughs> no this is not gonna be heartwarming at all especially from sarah so, yeah we're off book now guys um, yeah <laughs> We are away from the books. That is for sure. The showrunners are running the hell out of it. (laughs) All right. So let's um, get into it, my friend. You want to just start with the season finale? Yeah, you go first. All right. So whatever you want to start um, with. I've enjoyed this season. I think it's definitely had a different feel. It's been much more action-packed. It's been more... um, it's jumped around more time-wise. There hasn't been, you know, these big, long journeys across the plains or, you know, across the oceans or whatever. Um, so I think you've lost a lot of that subtlety that you got on earlier seasons. But you counterbalance that with, you know, suddenly uh, all these shifts are happening and all these, you know, people are meeting for the first time. Coming times. together. Yeah. Sure, and, sure. Um, and you're really seeing how all the things that led up to the season, how all those dominoes are falling now. Um, so I think it's been, I think it's been an interesting season. I think it's moved a little faster than I would have liked. I, I definitely would have preferred that they stuck with the 10 episode season um, because I think they were just a little too crunched on time. It's been, that's it's, how I it's feel. Felt it's rushed. rushed. Yeah. Yes. That's a perfect um, word for it. And I know yes. they've, they've taken some heat on, you know, the people, like teleporting from one place to another the jet suddenly. Packing, yeah. yeah, has been a problem um, for sure for a lot of people. I, that hasn't really been an issue for me. Have you, how do you, let's talk about that for a minute. How do you feel about yeah, I haven't, that I, specifically? I haven't loved it because this okay. show has never done that. Like any right. other show does that all the time, but this show, like you've always, you know. Yeah, they've taken a lot of time to show you like how somebody gets where they are. Yeah. And now this season, all of a sudden, it's just like, well, there they are, and yeah. you're, yeah, I, I can understand that. I, it hasn't been a problem for me, honestly, out of all the other problems mm-hmm. <laughs> that have happened this season, mm-hmm. that's not on my list, 
So cool. that's kind of interesting. Um, so I, I'll jump in. I've got a couple of minor points about the season finale that I just thought were interesting. Um, one of the at the very beginning, um, you know, they're arriving at Dragon's Pit, and um, suddenly Brienne and the Hound are walking together. I loved that interaction. Oh, I did too. Um, that was great. And uh, I read an article on the New York Times where they interviewed uh, Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Brienne. And, yeah, she's um, awesome. There was a great quote that really stuck out. Um, she said, uh, you know, then I think, this poor woman, look at her decisions, or look at her choices. The man who brags about having sex with a bear or the man who has sex with his, his, <laughs> with his sister. His sister. I can't even get yeah, it out. Yeah, that's great. Maybe there's another option. I really want her to have someone more stable. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm a bit surprised by how much attention that the most un- unconventional female character on the show has garnered for her love life. Yeah, Such a true statement. I mean, because there's this whole, like, weird bromance between her and Jamie that's kind of been flirty. And now, the you know, the Hound is... I, I don't know. Her whole situation's weird. And now... You know, Tormund, like, wants her oh, bad. He wants to have babies with her. And he straight up said so. Yeah. And <laughs> she's... blonde, beautiful baby. She's just rebuffed him. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know. But that's... I mean, it's a minor plot point, but I think it's really interesting to the fans. Um, and I, I've, I have enjoyed seeing that play out. And now with the way the, the episode ended with the wall coming down, we don't know whether Tormund's even Tormund's alive, alive or not. Yeah, um, I know. So yeah, you know, I would I, hate to see him go. Yeah, I, my guess is that he is because we didn't see him die, and they love to make a big you, deal about they it. They love to make mm. you watch the characters that you love die, they do. and everybody's <laughs> kind of falling in love with him now. So yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, um, I can't see them taking that away unless they open with that next season. Yeah, true. But yeah, that is kind of interesting. With, I mean, Brienne's whole entire character is interesting. I think that she's actually one of the more interesting characters is male or female on the mm-hmm. show to be quite honest because She's, she doesn't have this love story attached to her being a female character which right. i've talked about on, on other podcasts i talked about that whenever i went to see atomic blonde how mm-hmm. much i loved mm-hmm. that character because that character could be a male character as well and the same issue with this character like she really doesn't have much of a backstory we don't really mm-hmm. know a lot about Brienne. we don't know Mm-hmm. There's just been like some mention that she comes from the, Tarth. Yeah, yeah, but we don't. And she told the story about her and Renly, you know, when they were younger. She told that story yeah. to you know to Podrick, and but other than that, we don't we don't really know a lot about her, you know. So I, I just think that she's one of the more interesting characters, and yeah, to like attach like she's saying here to kind of that's what everybody wants to focus on is her love life. It's yeah. just kind of, it's typical she's, that that's yeah. how women, you know, but that's how female characters are portrayed. They, Brienne, they have to have a lover. They have to have a love story. Yeah. But Brienne's a knight. She <laughs> right. has honor and integrity and she's one of exactly. the few people in the, in the show that do, that do. she's kind of been, <laughs> yeah. you know, a Ned Stark replacement since she showed up. I totally you know? agree. Yeah. Um, and protecting she's the been, girls, you know, protecting the Stark girls, except she's yeah. been a lot smarter about it than yeah. Ned was. She's not stupid. <laughs> Yeah, John yeah. is trying to be a Ned Stark replacement, but he keeps opening his fucking mouth the way well, he's doing an excellent job Ned because did. that's what Ned did. Yeah, and <laughs> he's doing a bang up job. Maybe he'll lose the head by the end. I was I, I was about to throw something at the TV screen when he blew up that <laughs> deal up. with Cersei. Right. I've already bent the knee to Danny. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? What would you the fu- say just shut up. That? 
much. Yeah, you're worried about this army. <laughs> Tyrion's all like, fucking, what, what? Yeah, you're, <laughs> this fame. army of fucking dead people is coming down. It's your sole focus is saving the realm from these people. Yeah. And you can't just keep your fucking mouth shut. I yeah, was like, like, he didn't even God. have to say a word. All he had to do was just be like, yep. Sure, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and everybody's pissed after. Oh, they're yeah. all just standing everybody's around. Like, and dude, and um, did you really just do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Davos is like, well, something like, well, that could have gone better, or something. Yeah. Just very <laughs> Davos. And yeah. um, and yeah, Tyrion had the line. He was like, you know, could would you consider? Every, yeah, just did lying you ever every now and then? Just maybe not telling the whole truth. <sighs> Yeah, he's a complete idiot. Yeah. Um, I did love after, so after everything blew up, because of fucking John, um, Mm -hmm. Tyrion's like, well, I'll go talk to Cersei. And a little um, brother-sister talk. Yeah. This will be fun. After some debate, he goes, (laughs) and I loved the juxtaposition between the mountain and Tyrion, like, uh, walking down the hall. That is such a good observation. It was, it was great. I mean, Tyrion (laughs) comes up to, like, his knee. Or something, oh, but, wide, so. but it's crazy. Like you, I mean, oh, you so still great. have so much respect for Tyrion that you see them, you know, as, um, you know, definitely as equals, you know, and, um, I, I think they did a really good job with that scene. They did. And, um, you know, leading into that awesome scene with Tyrion and Cersei. The epic, I mean, that, to me, that harkened right back to season two, with the two of them, mm-hmm. where we got so, so many and, scenes with, with mm-hmm. the two of them, and they were just, they are just the they best. They are the best actors, yeah. period, I agree. In, in the show in the right show. now, or yeah. probably that have been on the show the entire time, yeah. to be quite honest. And when the two of them are, if you can get them in the same room and get them on screen together, it's just a treat, I think, for everybody watching. I, I think I'm coming to realize that um, Santa... Um, the actress that plays Sansa is is probably a close third. She's, She's incredible, yeah, as well. Like, Sophie Turner, because, yeah, um, Sophie Turner is an incredible actress, especially to be as young as she is. Yeah, and San- Sansa, the character, has had to be an actress herself throughout oh, the show. Absolutely. She's had to put on the the face and you know, she smile plays the victim. And, she yeah, plays she the I'm just the damsel in distress. I yeah. can't think for myself or do anything. Yeah, I'm an idiot. And we're, we're finally seeing her shine through. Now, oh and yeah, I, I'm loving it. Like when... I am too. Sansa's my girl. You know, I've been pro Sansa. I've been pro Sansa since season one. I've always mm-hmm. been a Sansa fan. So yeah, it is. It is great to watch her. Do you do you think that maybe she's like the um, Stoneheart sort of replacement? Like, I guess we're not. Lady I mean, Stoneheart. I know we're not going to get any of that, um, and I, I understand that. But I mean, do you feel like that maybe I they're going like... to they're like kind of kind of make her like that archetype type of you Maybe know, character. I, I, I almost think they're leading more into Arya being that way because Lady Stoneheart, of the revenge. Yeah, so true. In the books, there's Lady Stoneheart who is Catelyn Stark resurrected, um, and she. Um, I said we weren't going to recap, but real quick, she. Yeah, just um, because I haven't if, read the books yeah, and Derek books, has. So um, she, after the Red Wedding, she was thrown in the river. She, you know, to make fun of the way that Tully's bury themselves or whatever. And then she floats down the river for a couple of days and washes up with um, the uh, Brothers Without Banners. And they find her. Um, and uh, not Thoros, 
what, Be- Bedrick? Barrick. Barrick. Well, Thoros Don brings Deer her back William to life, right? In the books, um, Don whatever did. Barrick did. Oh, okay. I can't say his last okay. name. Okay, okay. Thoros refused to because he said that she'd been dead too Barrick long. Barrick Don Darien? That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the good thing about reading the books, you don't have to actually pronounce it. You just have to you recognize like, it in your uh, head. Okay, there we go. That's, um, there's that name again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know how to say it. When I read, quick side note, when I read Harry Potter before the books came out, I was saying Hermione totally wrong in my head until the movies came out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that how you fucking say that? I can't even remember now. But I just remember thinking like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I think I was saying like Hermione or something in my Probably. head every time I read that's it. that's how it's spelled. And yeah. I'm like, what? But anyway. It's a strange name. Um, well, you know I can't pronounce shit, so I can't judge anybody on pronouncing anything. So, Thoros won't bring her back because she's been dead too long. Um, Beric agrees to. He gives her what they call the kiss of life, um, which drains his life force. He dies, which, you know, oh, okay. we're, we're off oh, that's book. interesting. He's at the we're wall book, yeah. with, um, with Tormund in, in the season in finale. In the series, yeah, that's true. Um, but um so yeah, the books he, he dies i didn't know that okay he dies to bring her back and um yes yeah, she comes back and she's not like you know john who came back pretty quickly after he died or um you know thoros or, or whatever she is Beric, yeah <clears throat> uh, yeah she is totally different yeah like she's um she's very scary looking because she's been dead and in the water for yes her body's time. misformed and she, uh she can't really talk unless she holds um her throat wound um yeah closed, she got her and throat she's, slashed. she's got a real gravelly voice um and yeah she's just like terrifying and she is just like pure like vengeance because of the red wedding what and her last her moments sure. and mm-hmm. yeah and just anybody that's a a bolton a lannister afraid or afraid she just they, goes they at them, whether they yep. had anything to do with the red wedding mm-hmm. or not anybody associated with them so she's more stone cold, right? I, I, they're not setting up Arya to be that way. They're yeah. you know, they're at least I giving her a purpose setting, behind the killings yeah, or whatever. Yeah, um, that's true. But it did remind me, you know, when Sansa was um, was passing judgment on Peter Baelish, how like firm she was and how oh yeah, she was just she straight was. up like. So I see why you say that. Down. Yeah. <laughs> I see why you say that. She she reminded me of Lady Stoneheart in that scene, and then working with our Ira, they Arya, Arya yeah. yeah, they um. Don't you start? I, because we've already got one person on this podcast that shit, cannot apparently. talk and pronounce um, things. But uh, <laughs> so maybe working in tandem, they kind of make up for that Lady Stoneheart character a little Missing, bit. Missing, sure. But I did that like, makes sense. Yeah, and, like maybe they're both sort of the embodiment yeah. of like her. On their own different levels, yeah. I guess in a way. Sophie Turner did I great. Could, in I that could get scene on board too. with that. Like mm-hmm. I loved how firm she was and how unrelenting she was when she was talking to him. And and um, the only time she kind of flinched was after um, his throat was cut and he was on the floor dead. And it cut to you know a close up of a, of her like a headshot, and you could see just real subtle facial movements like. Ooh, I actually did that. I caused that to happen because that's the first time she's really killed somebody, yeah, you know? I felt like that it wasn't really, I don't know. I guess maybe I might have taken something a little different away from that. I thought it was more like good. <laughs> maybe, yeah. It's 
for real now and good. He's gone and now yeah. I don't have to worry about that anymore. So it I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really take away that she was like kind of cringing from it. Mm-hmm. I thought she was just kind of like, okay. What I did find interesting though, and this might be different because she's a female and I don't know how much, you know, Ned Stark discussed these types of things with his daughters. Apparently he didn't discuss much with them. But the whole season, the two of them, Arya and Sansa Bowes, are constantly hearkening back to, to their father and talking about mm-hmm. things that he did. Or I guess he did talk to them about some, some things. Um, we see a little bit of that in season one. Um, but I I remember specifically in the scene in, from season one when Ned Stark executes the, uh, the guy from the Night's Watch oh, yeah. who ran off um, because he... <laughs> because of what he saw because he saw right. something horrifying and he was trying to explain it but Ned didn't want to hear it because yeah. he's working you, in the north you, that's his duty you ran off so yeah. you know you abandon your post so this is what we have to happen but anyway um, he specifically Can you said how different the show would be if everybody just listened to that guy in the first episode <laughs> yeah they could have got out in it front of totally all this it would be totally like <laughs> it would be a totally different show exactly maybe listen when somebody's trying to tell you that zombies there's a zombie coming. army yeah. marching towards you <laughs> yeah Maybe, maybe you should listen to him. But no, he specifically says, you know, whoever, you know, passes a sentence is the one that needs to mm-hmm. swing the sword and, and carry it out. And mm-hmm. Sansa didn't do that. And I don't know if it's because of her, you know, being Lady of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. And that's not what ladies do. Ladies don't swing swords around and execute people. So I don't know if maybe... That's what it, I, 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 I don't know. So. I thought that that was kind of... I, I think so. And that I made think, me think... I immediately thought back to, you know, Ned say, yeah. saying that. And then I also thought back to the scene where, you know, John executes mm-hmm. some some people mm-hmm. on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... So he ca- he carries out the sentence. You had Rob Stark. He carried out the sentence on the car Starks. Yeah. He beheaded him um, True. himself. So I just found I found that interesting that the females Starks don't they really have to work in tandem seem to get to, it done. Yeah, ha- yeah, they're not held to the same standard. Maybe that was a Ned Stark thing. Maybe I mean because that is mm-hmm. typically the way it is in this world. Plus, Arya's just really freaking good at it. So. Yeah, I mean she's I mean, badass she anyway. Using... And like I said, I mean I don't expect Sansa, like I said, to be swinging a sword around and yeah. <laughs> hacking off people's heads. Yeah, I mean that isn't going to happen. I don't think anybody expects that. But I don't know. I just found that a little... That is interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. It, like, immediately made me go, you know, go back to that. So, um, what did you think of... Um, obviously, the biggest change this season was the dragons. The dragon scenes. What did you think about those? What did you think about the the increased action, the the fighting, the, you know, the, the extra... Um, you know the the extra action, the extra yeah, like, yeah. moments I mean, of like, oh yeah, my god, a dragon's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that we've ever, I can't think of a film other than The Hobbit where you've seen dragons depicted in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hobbit obviously did an excellent job of it, and and the dragon was talking, and it was mm-hmm. amazing. You know. And Smaug was beautiful and gorgeous, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. And it was voiced by Benedict with Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch voicing it, yeah. which was <laughs> incredible. But I mean, other than that film, which is like a huge, big budget blockbuster mm-hmm. film, I can't think of anything that we've that's ever been done like this, where it's Not, depicted yeah. 
And plus, with I mean, somebody that was, on top of him and writing him, and the way that she gets on and off of him, it's like it's really happening. And she does it a little I different mean, each time too. I loved how she got off at Dragon's Pit, and it was almost like I she mean, was on a little elevator. His, his wing all the <laughs> way just, down for her. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have to do anything now. He yeah. goes all the way down. Yeah. So I was like, she's just like boom, like I stepped was, off. I thought it was going to be a little <laughs> awkward, so awesome. like when she slides down, but no, she just like no. lowered down. Yeah. yeah <laughs> lowers her down all the way, yep, and she takes, like, t- a tiny little step off, yep. and she's tiny, of course, compared to him. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, they've done an incredible job. And I love, I mean, too, like... we've never seen... I've never seen anything like this before, yeah. so it's it's amazing. But you can tell that that's where the focus was. Yes. That's where all the energy went. That's where all the focus went. That's obviously where all the money went, yep. you know, and... That I, I mean, that's what we're here to talk about today is, you know, how did that take away from the show for you? Did mm-hmm. that add to the show for you? I mean, for me, it took away from it. It's mm-hmm. a, it's almost like spectacle over substance. Yeah. For me. I, I agree. I think, I think. It's impressive. I'm not trying to say I don't oh, yeah. enjoy. I mean, everybody enjoys a big dragon battle scene, you know, but. Yeah. Oh, when, you know, that, um, when that scene happened with Jamie leaving um, high tower with the, you know, carts full of supplies and and shit that and the dragons, you know, came up and that scene was just, uh, you know, uh, over the top amazing, just wreaking absolute havoc and suddenly, you know, for the first time they realize she's actually got these things. This is what they can do and Jamie is just freaked out. I, think I mean, the look on job. his face, yeah, is pure terror, yeah, and fear, yeah, and like. I'm fucked. And We're all fucked. We're all gonna die. Like, let's let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> like... <laughs> you know, you compare that to the way Cersei was the first time she saw the dragon at Dragon's Pit. She's just, she's just stone cold. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, well, bit... she doesn't have one coming after her, attacking her True. either. It was a totally different situation. True, but I mean, it's Jamie huge. is during battle. It's huge. It's screaming, crawling down the thing. And, yeah. You know, she mm-hmm. she hops off her little dragon and. <clears throat> Her Cer- big, huge dragon, yeah, you mean? <laughs> yeah. And all Cersei says is, we've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> or we've been, we've been we've here for some time. Been here for some time. <laughs> it's like, completely ignores the dragon. Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, where you been? <laughs> I love it. It I was, love it was so great. <laughs> it was, it was so fantastic. <laughs> and what does Danny say back to her? Something like, my apologies. My apologies. Yeah, like she my ran apologies. into turbulence or something. It's yeah, like, like <laughs> there was some traffic on the <laughs> yeah. I-40 or some shit. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it we've, was. We've been here for some time. Yeah, we've <laughs> been here for some time. It's awesome. Yeah, it it was pretty good. It was <sighs> it was pretty good. So there are still those little nuggets of substance in there that we can dig into. Um, but yeah, I think this season especially has been tilted way more toward action and less toward. That's, it, that's, it's all about the spectacle now. Yeah, you know and. I, I mean, and I understand that. I guess it's on some level. Like, I mean, you want to show the dragons. You want to show how large they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, they needed to show the scene with Viserion, you know, getting getting killed and then brought back. Mm-hmm. Like, I get all that. Um, but, you know, what I don't understand about that scene, because I was talking to a friend of mine at work about this, and he's just totally over the entire season. He's one of the people that I've been talking to about it, and he's just, he's 
not really liking it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's over it. I mean, he's of course gonna watch, still watch it because <laughs> you've yeah. got seven years invested in this show. So of course you're still gonna watch. But um, you know, he brought up a good point and said that why not have just had the Night King just raise his arms and bring the dragon up out of the ice like he did. At yeah. hard home. I don't... What's with the chains? Where do those chains come what's from? What's with... How what did they the get fuck? down there? There's just so much logistics yeah. involved with that. And wouldn't it have been more impactful for him to have just raised up his <laughs> I read, arms? And, I read, um, I I read mean, a thing... I mean, I don't understand any of that. I read a thing on... I think it was on Reddit, on the Free Folk uh, subreddit um, that you told me about. Thank you. Yes. And, Free Folk is amazing. Um, and it was a meme that was it, it, something like, you know, Euron asking if they can swim... John says no, and then they're like, well, except for that one that swam down to wrap the yeah, chain around. Yeah, except for however many of those it took. <laughs> around the dragon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then, yeah, where did, just logistically, where those fucking chains come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it really isn't people being I, nitpicky. And, and that's, anytime that you bring anything like this up on, on Reddit, on Free mm-hmm. Folk, or anywhere, you get, like, relentlessly attacked, mm-hmm. you know, why are you bitching? Why are you complaining? Well, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just asking a reasonable question because the show's done such a good job up until now of always like explaining things like this to us so we don't have to ask these questions. Right. And now we're having to ask them. Send your feedback so. to Twitter at CompMyPod. <laughs> I send your hate mail directly to Sarah Knightley. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, wouldn't oh, it have been God. so much like more stunning too if you know the Night King had resurrected him and he just came busting up out of the lake? I think it would have been amazing. I mean, I think they really and the look on everybody's face would have just been like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> no one expected that. You know, yeah. like yeah, I think it would have been a lot more impactful. And obviously, they had the money to do it yeah. because of all the money all that they've spent they on yeah. all of this you know, spectacle that they've done the entire time with the dragons. So, and where the fuck is ghost? Right. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that for a minute? <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Right. They, Not even one like, shot yeah. with him. Maybe, you know, uh, you're they're... doing all the CGI shit. You've got a fucking zombie polar bear for God's sakes. And you can't even do Ooh. one shot with him. Fucking Jon Snow's like traveling at warp speed all over the kingdoms. And yeah. the ghost probably can't keep up. That's what it is. Derek maybe, figured it out. Maybe <laughs> John lost his connection with ghost after he died. And came back? I don't know. No, I mean, Ghost was in the room or, with oh, him. yeah, he was helping protect him. And he was, like, the first one that noticed that he was coming yep. back. Yep, you're right. Yeah, so, yeah I don't so know. no, that's, yeah, it's, mm. <laughs> I would love to have that question answered. Yes. Where the fuck was Ghost this entire season? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they gave us a quick little scene with um, Lamiria with Arya and her pack. Nymeria? Nymeria. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Oh, God. That's what I said, Tara. (laughs) 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 Anyway, all right. So let's get to the meat. Let's get to the meat of this uh, season finale. Oh, God. When they all meet at Dragon Pit, and suddenly Cersei and 
um, Danny and Tyrion and John and everybody are like all around together. Didn't you feel like, like, have you ever been had those events like maybe your wedding or something where like people from different parts of your life come together and it feels really weird like suddenly your work friends are meeting your family and you're like nervous like, that somebody's gonna say some really stupid shit yeah like or, john did or like yes <laughs> and embarrass exactly, everyone and fuck up the whole event yeah Tyrion's like oh god damn it you're so embarrassing yeah and it can't felt, take you anywhere john it felt like that and then <laughs> it like really did you know you're on starting it off what with the f- fuck I'm was like that? who are you that bitch? was the weirdest yeah. scene I can't it was believe, very strange I can't believe Cersei let him like go on for so long but at least finally well, I guess she it was, was part like, of the plan the because she's sending him to get mm-hmm. the golden company right. anyway so which I thought that whole thing was stupid you don't need to do all that to send him to get the golden company I just right. send him to get the fucking golden company I mean I don't understand why you have to have this big strange scene with him she always. Why um, is he there? I, yeah. What? What the? Why is he there? He I don't a, understand. He brought her a navy. I don't understand. Why are we having any screen time with this asshole? <laughs> I, do you like this character no. at all? But I don't think you're like, supposed to. In the slightest to. bit. No, I'm. I mean, I know that, but I mean, do you like the actor playing him? Like, do you, are you mm. enjoying that character? Because I'm not at all. I don't. I don't like the actor. I don't don't like anything about it. Yeah. I just don't. No, I don't. Now that you mention it. I just... Um, I mean, I... Yeah. I, mm. I think it's a way for, you know, them to show division, you know, amongst the Greyjoys, obviously. Um, sure. I mean, I there's get... There's still some right. revenge to be gotten there by Theon um, for, you know, the way his... You know the way he usurped the sure. the throne yeah. or whatever, um, but yeah that so anyway that kicked off the scene and then um, you know they're like set the fuck down you're on <laughs> why are you here just like what I'm saying yeah. Tyrion Ty- the look on Tyrion's face was like Tyrion is like just getting started to uh-huh. start like the little summit and then here he popped up and Tyrion's like at, with. And doesn't he give... Who the fuck are you? Doesn't like, he give it was Cersei, the, greatest, the yeah. greatest thing ever. Doesn't he give Cersei, like, a look, like, what? what's going he on? He did. He yeah. gives a look, like, I. who the fuck is this? And she almost just, like, like rolls her eyes. Yeah, like, like, I know. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I need a navy. I'm sorry. Was Damn that? it. <laughs> it was. It, yeah. It, it was very uncomfortable. The entire scene was very uncomfortable. Like... Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, was it supposed to feel that way? Like you're saying, like, was it supposed to feel that I way? Think so. Or was it... I think it's supposed to feel awkward, you know, like, um, you know, you're not real sure what's going to happen. There's all these really big personalities there, and they're all, they could all just blow up at any moment. And, you know, it's, um, yeah, I think it was supposed to feel awkward. Yeah, I really liked when the Hound brought out the, the the white the white walker i really liked that i thought that that was awesome yes that and when he op- <laughs> he opens the box and he's like he's like i'll stand any minute back. now any yeah. minute now like and it's gonna pop everybody's out he's like what the fuck i know everybody's just like yeah i, I thought that, that was a really they, really good scene that was really played, well done yeah they played that scene perfectly and how that you, thing you got start to so relax. close to her mm-hmm. i mean i couldn't believe how close they and let I'm it like, get to her i'm like where's the fucking giant now he's out in front yeah, every well, other time I, i'm like what's he he's yeah, hiding behind exactly her. <laughs> you're gonna let some undead thing like 
come at your queen yeah. like that. That was awesome. you won't even let anybody even walk up there t- to her. But I, I straight up thought like the thing had died in transit. That's what I thought. And too. I kind of started to relax, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then he kicks the box over, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Here we go. The music kicks yeah. up, and he, suddenly <laughs> that thing's like in her face, and she freaks out. Like she reacts. Yeah, you could tell you know, that she was. She was very disturbed. You don't get a reaction out of her scared. often, but yeah, yeah, she freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was definitely like, yeah. <laughs> she was disturbed by that. Totally. Yeah, I, I really, I didn't enjoy. I could have had more of mm-hmm. more of that, actually. Mm-hmm. I could have had a lot more of that. So, yeah, so you fast forward. Um Cersei agrees. They're they're all set. John blows up the agreement because he's an idiot. Because he's an idiot, stupid Stark Gene. And then we get to this awesome scene that I know you want to talk about with Cersei and um, Tyrion. Tyrion, yeah. Yes. So what? What's your? What? Why do you love that scene so much? I know you. T- I you mean, touched I on it earlier. Love, yeah, you love I the just, actors. I love everything about the scene. It's it just harkened back, like I said, to season two with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and their banter I loved it back and forth Tyrion was like you know I I truly am sorry for the children and she kept interrupting him yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and but I think she believed him she didn't until then I think she did yeah I think that she I think she did at the end of the conversation Mm -hmm. for sure yeah what I what I liked about the scene is how I think that this was really the first time that those two have actually genuinely been honest with each other I really do because in all the other times before, they both have been vying for power pretty much at the same time in the same types of power. Mm-hmm. Because when Tyrion was Hand of the King or sitting in for Hand of the King for Joffrey, you know, he's trying to get Joffrey under control like Tywin told him to. And mm-hmm. then Cersei is just trying to control Joffrey mm-hmm. for her own gain because she really wanted to rule through Joffrey. That, yeah. that was her plan the entire time, but you couldn't control him because he was completely insane. Yeah. So they're both, like, vying for the same type of power. So they're both trying to play each other and manipulate each other and lie to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tyrion's sending Marcella away. And Tyrion's doing all this stuff that is really to protect her. But in Cersei's Mm -hmm. twisted, fucked up mind, it's to hurt her. Like, Mm -hmm. anything that Tyrion's ever done, Cersei's always thought that it's to hurt her. And now you finally get them in a room together. Mm -hmm. Fast forward all the way to this season where Tyrion's like, look, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not trying to do anything to you but save you like that's genuinely what i'm trying to do and then he finds out that she's pregnant yeah and now it's like okay you're pregnant now i'm trying to save both of you and i've always been trying to protect you like everything i've ever done has been to protect you sorry if it got fucked up but that's all i've ever tried to do Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel like i'm hoping that maybe they came to some kind of consensus i don't like that we didn't see the conclusion i don't like that it cut to Another fucking scene with Danny and John that really pisses me off. The two worst actors on the show. Yep, so, I said it. <laughs> so I said it. Emil Clark <laughs> and Kit Harrington are the two worst actors. Yes, I said it. Send your hate mail and to Sarah Knightley. I'm Sarah Knightley everywhere. Facebook, Instagrams. I'm all over the place. <laughs> and you and you said um, that Peter Dinklage and Lena Headley. Headley. Heady. Heady. Thank you. Um, they're the best. I so think that they're, they're so the best a, on the show right now. That's an interesting sure. juxtaposition. They're taking away from the scene with two. The two and best. I, I agree with you. They're the two best. 
um, mm-hmm. for the two worst. Know, the two worst. <laughs> so, what was your reaction yes. when they kept cutting in the middle of that? I mean, I just I thought it I thought it was really shitty. I was really upset. I was really mm-hmm. upset when. You know, Y'all, when, when Cersei comes when back. When she said she was really upset, I wish I had recorded her when we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> she was through the fucking roof yeah. upset. Yeah, like, I was really mad about this. I really, I'm, I'm still upset about it. I mean, mm-hmm. it still makes me angry. Because they, they just got going, you know. They yeah. just, the scene just picked up. You know, you had him getting a glass of wine and drinking it and gulping it down. Then you had him giving her a glass of yeah. wine. And then I think that's when it started. And she doesn't I, drink it. And I think that's when he starts to piece some things together like why isn't she drinking this did she just fucking poison my ass like what the fuck is going on and And he's like well i'm not dying discovers that that she's pregnant (laughs) yeah yeah so the scene just starts to heat up and then boom cut to fucking john and danny again well okay before we jump to that uh one more thing about the scene with Tyrion and cersei what little we got um (laughs) i really like that i feel like they brought some resolution to Tyrion killing their father Tywin. Yes, I, feel I think like, so too. I feel like when he said, you know, what would you have done? You know, um, if, uh, you know, he was going to kill me for something I didn't do, you know, how can you blame me? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Blah. I think maybe in that moment she actually could put herself in his shoes, even if she would never say it to him. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that between that and then finally believing him, about not wanting the children to be the harmed. children sure I, they're never going to be close again no, they're always no. going to be enemies yeah but i think yeah, yeah, yeah. she at least but it's on her side not his yeah. it's co- it's always coming from her not him but i think she at least started to gain a little respect for him again instead of just it all being pure rage yeah you know maybe but you don't but know, we don't know because, because they you didn't see the end the of scene. the conversation yep yeah. yeah. so we don't know what happens yeah and it was also, uh, they could cut to John and Danny out there flirting, <laughs> leading up to their boat sex Playing scene. past the fucking bone yeah. around but, to see who talks. Yeah, they had to... They're such shitty actors, they had to physically give the other person something so they knew it was their line and when to fucking talk. <laughs> That's how crappy they are. What? Explain that. So what are you talking about? So, it's an it's acting technique that you do, like... I hold something and I talk and then uh-huh. I hand it to you and then it's your turn to talk. That's what they were fucking yeah. doing with the damn, the piece of fucking dragon bone. That's how shitty oh, they are. I didn't even actors. notice that. Watch it really? again. That's what they're fucking doing. Wow. They are the worst. <laughs> they are the worst. <laughs> they oh just God. are. But that scene, they all that scene. are. I'm sorry, they are. The scene didn't, it didn't have to go on that long. It didn't serve any purpose other than moving their storyline along to get them to have sex later in that exactly and more fan service yeah and yeah it was yeah it just was not well executed i don't think and it all started with you know thank thank you for what you did i appreciate your loyalty blah 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 i i wish you hadn't done it but thank you anyway i'm like bitch you should be reaming his ass over this not reaming Reaming his ass yep. over <laughs> you should be all over him because he just blew up the deal that you came here got to you do. Here. And she does say, <laughs> I mean, what the she fuck? does basically say, at least, bitch, you know, one of my dragons died for this. You can't fuck it up. And, and but he did. Yeah, she shouldn't have even been talking it, to him. She said it too late. Yeah. I mean, how was that not implied? She wouldn't even be talking how, how to him yeah. after something like that. That's the thing. Like, she would not be talking to him. 
maybe Jorah might have been or Tyrion would have spoken to him after he came back. Right. She would not be talking to him after that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That entire, yeah. You you cut an incredible scene, like I said, with the two best actors for that shit that mm-hmm. wasn't even necessary, that we don't even need. need. I mean, why did we need that? Right. What we needed was to see the conclusion with Cersei and Tyrion. Right, because the end of that scene with John and Danny ends with Cersei and Tyrion walking out, and suddenly Cersei's back on board. Cersei's back on board. How? Why? Mm-hmm. What the fuck was said? What happened? Mm-hmm. What deal was made? There had to, He had to have given her something. He gave her something. Right. Because whenever she came back out, she says, I'm back on board without any of you giving me anything. I think that's a lie. Yeah. He's promised her something. Yeah. Something's been promised. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and find out next season what he promised her, but he fucking promised her something. It's crazy. Yeah. That whole interaction. Oh, my God. But, um, all right. So yeah, I think it's a mess. I, I think that was obviously, you know, one of the most pivotal scenes of that of the of the episode, if not the season. And yeah, they really did do a disservice by they not did. extending it out a little bit um, and giving it some more some more substance, some more meat in there because they could do the showrunners could do so much with those two actors. And I think oh yeah, letting, they used to. Yeah, they used to. I I mean yeah. Well, because George R. R. Martin did with the characters yep. in the books they had the dialogue between them to use for the yep, show for the show now they're now, so far off book that they are just like it's like all they're over floundering the yeah with these two characters like yeah. i said with with the best characters and the best actors playing those two characters and you don't know what to do with them yeah you're giving all the screen time to danny and john because that's what the fans want mm-hmm. or a certain segment of the fans it's not mm-hmm. what i want i don't think that that's necessarily what you want either no. if i see boat if sex it's gonna sacrifice on twitter for more than a couple more days i'm gonna fucking lose it and uh, boat cest that's yes. a new one yeah i'm <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just so yeah yeah, I'm. I'm. I've never shipped those two. I've never liked it. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know that about me. I don't. I don't want to see the story dissolve into a love story. So, yeah. Right. Do you want to talk about um, Robert? Yeah. So going back to um, the first season, right? Sarah encouraged me to rewatch um, episode five of the first season called "The Wolf and the Lion." And um, it's really remarkable how, um, you know, a lot of the, the themes in that episode, the dialogue in that episode, have played out now. Um, you know, do you want to talk about your, your favorite part with um, that scene between Robert and Cersei? Yeah, so this is actually... I didn't start watching this show, actually, when season one originally aired. I started mm. watching this show at season three. Really? So I bought I, didn't know that. I bought all the Blu-rays once season three came out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And I bought all of them and watched all of them. Oh, wow. And then started watching, you know, mm-hmm. then I bought HBO and started watching from there. I think I think right after that is when HBO finally did, like, the HBO Now thing oh, okay. or whatever. Um, I, I can't remember. Something like that. Anyway, um, so this is, this is the specific show I go back to. All the time. I this constantly episode. go back to this episode, to The Wolf and the Lion, constantly. Okay. And if you do that while you watch the show, like if you're a deep watcher of the show like I am, you'll see everything that Robert 
says to Cersei in this one scene. This is the only scene of the entire series that Robert and Cersei have together where they're alone and where they're actually switching dialogue, where they're mm-hmm. actually having a conversation. And it's kind of like the one between Tyrion and Cersei. Yes. In, the, in this finale, they're very honest with each other. They're very open they're about that their marriage is shit. Other. And yep. she, she, I love that um, she asked him about... Um, Liana. Liana, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently she'd never asked before in like 17 years of them being She's married. She's never asked before. And mm-hmm. he talked about how, you know, that was his one true love and yada, yada, yada. And we got to get to that in a minute. But um, but yeah, what what's your favorite part of that conversation between those two? So my favorite part of the conversation between those two is that Robert has a lot of respect for Cersei. He knows how intelligent she is. He knows how smart she is. And one of my favorite lines of the scene is, it's a neat little trick you do. You open your mouth and your father's words come out. Mm-hmm. He knows that she's exactly like Tywin and that Tywin is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cersei, on some level, respects Robert as well. Robert actually wasn't I mean, a bad king. No. He hoard a lot, he drank a lot, but he knew that about himself and he allowed smarter people to mm-hmm. take charge. That became a problem for him at the end because he had a bunch of horrible people yeah. running things for him. But on the front end, it, it was it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, there's also another incredible line that I enjoy where he asks Cersei, what's the bigger number, five or one? And mm-hmm. he holds his hands up. Both of his hands are held up. And Cersei, of course, you know, five. Five is the bigger number, you dumbass. And he <laughs> says, one. And he makes a fist and mm-hmm. he says one army united behind one king mm-hmm. that's stronger that's more important you know they have one purpose and what's interesting now is that basically robert predicts everything they have a whole conversation about the dothraki army possibly marching behind a targaryen king mm-hmm. now you have that mm-hmm. you know oh, well, we'll just hole up in our castles but another interesting thing that you have now is you do have one king. You have one army right now united by behind one king, and that's the Night King. Yep. And they're coming. And they have one purpose. They have one purpose, and that's to, to kill all of you. I guess that's their purpose. I hope that it's a deeper purpose than that. I hope there's something else going on there. Um, yeah, we'll I hope see. they flush that out a little bit. Cause, because the book readers don't know either. They just know that you know they're... Uh, supposedly evil there's a lot of speculation on reddit that you know everybody's just assuming that they're evil and they have bad intent but they may have justification they may have reason to to do what they're doing you know at least the um they call them the others in the books not the right not not the zombies but the ones that are actual like people you know like yeah. the Night king and yeah. his generals and stuff like that they actually have a reason to do what they're doing and it, yeah. it could be nothing more than um you know they got created to help defend um you know the uh help defend the children of the forest against the first men and you know they're now they're just pissed off about it you know they they yeah. shouldn't have ever been and they live miserable lives yeah they weren't whatever, supposed to be you know? created nobody knows yet so yeah and then you have um you have craster's babies too yeah, that's, that's been never really that's been, been explained. brought up a lot to you in our group. We have a Facebook group, just so everybody knows. Um, it's called Game of Thrones Spoilers. Welcome if you guys want to join. Yes. We talk about stuff all year on there. Um, we have over 600 members right we now. We have over 600 members. Come and join the party. Um, but don't but get yeah, pissed that's off been, with spoilers. Yeah, don't get mad. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that's been something that's been brought up by a couple of members about, you know, where are the babies? Like, what's going on with the babies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, are they raising them? Do they automatically I mean, grow up? I mean, <laughs> what happens? In the book, Crestor's um, wife says that um, the others um, take them to grow up to be mm. more other like not just zombies there's like to a be, white walker to nursery be, to be yeah to be people <laughs> like to be white walker yeah thank you white walkers um to be white walkers generals is that yeah who they are and not to be zombies yeah um but um and that's why they only want the males or whatever right too. right but um other than that george R. R. martin has never like said you know what the deal with those babies are. Yeah, and where are and, they go. And you don't necessarily know that, that Cresser's wife knows what the hell she's talking about. She might, but, yeah, you know, it's not like it's, like, really part of the lore yet. Um, it's still pretty, um, uh, un, you're still pretty unsure about what's happening with those babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just want to play this scene really, really quick with Cersei and Robert, if that's okay with you. Yeah. It's like a six-minute scene. You're going to play the whole thing? I'm not play this. I don't know if we can do that. Okay. HBO shut us down. They're very aggressive about their copywritten shit, like, being used outside of their permission. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Sorry. Well, anyway, just watch the scene. Watch the Wolf and the Lion. Wa- watch the scene, yeah. Wa- watch the whole thing, because everything that's happening now, there's, like, there's even specific dialogue exact lines are said mm-hmm. on the show there's even exact scenes basically like when Arya gets lost in the in castle that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that episode and then tries to get back in the castle and they won't let her back in tell her that they're going to smack her in the ear and, and whatever yeah. same thing happens to her at Winterfell she tries to get into Winterfell they won't let her in mm-hmm. I do like at Winterfell though. She's like, um, I'm getting in this castle one way or another. Yeah, <laughs> she, I'm getting. She in wasn't that little dirty girl one anymore. One way or the or other, crawling out of yeah. the sewer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, um, what? Um, well, okay. We'll stick to that episode for just one more second. Um, one thing that I really liked was um, during that scene. Robert's talking about how, um, you know, the realm has, you know, kind of devolved. It's not, it's not about action anymore. That's what he loved. You know, Ned Stark said, you know, if it was up to Robert, we'd still be rebelling. Um, and he said, you know, it's all, you know, quote, backstabbing and scheming and arse-licking and money-grubbing. Um, you know, Robert is saying, you know, it's all about, you know, the little subtle things you know I, I think that's how the show's transitioned you know it started as all scheming and plotting and it was very deliberate d- deliberate you know yes and um any action you know was you know it was smaller it was planned it was you know whatever right and now we're ramping up to really what robert would have enjoyed you know it's all big action big changes um and there's the counterbalance major to that wars is, yeah yeah the counterbalance to that is that there's very little like subtle scheming you know they they just killed off you know one of the best schemers in the realm if not the best with little yeah. little finger um you know we've got very you still got Varys. <laughs> and um and really Tyrion, he's good but mm-hmm. um yep. but those really smart intellectual folks are are dying off and um it's being replaced more with 
you know, the the warriors, you know, to, to really execute the plans, I guess. Yep. That's true. So, That's a true statement. But, yeah, I think um, I was watching that episode, and I'm like, well, shit, Robert would have loved this. <laughs> I mean, he would have had plenty yeah. to fight. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, he would have loved this. Robert was a good time. Yeah. We miss him. <laughs> we yes. miss him a lot. Um, so, yeah, so kind of st- staying on that same subject, too, um, I like to try to figure out what the fundamental theme of each season is. And it, I think the fundamental theme of this entire season has been unity, um, just like what we were talking about. Well, what Robert, you know, explains to Cersei, you know, you've got – he at the time had all these different kingdoms mm-hmm. you know and trying to keep all of them in line there again that was unity mm-hmm. on some level but it wound up all falling apart once he got killed um but now we only have two queens mm-hmm. and then we have the night king who is 100 percent, you know united he has one force that is united and then these two don't right. but then you have this pivotal moment where they kind of are, you know, right. everybody has come together. Kind of. It's rocky, and but Cersei's they have. still planning shit behind their back, of course. She's still planning shit behind their back, but can you really blame her? I mean, no. if you think about it, like, Mm-mm. that is kind of the smart thing to do. Yeah. I mean. I think so. When you're up against dragons. <laughs> and let me ask Dothraki you this. And... Talking about that, though, actually, when you saw the scene with Jamie in the map room where he was talking about marching on Winterfell... Mm-hmm. My initial thought was, oh, shit, she's going to fucking take Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Is that not what you thought? I thought that immediately. No. And then it, it totally didn't go that way. So I was totally wrong. But I thought, this bitch is going to go take Winterfell. Oh, shit. I think she would... I think that would have been careless. If nothing else, just because... Well, I mean, she's win- batshit, so... Winter has come, though. Like, yeah, that's it's a, true. It's a fortress. And she knows that. There's a yeah. shitload of snow. Yeah. I, I loved, at the end of this season finale, this, this scene where it started snowing in King's Landing. Oh, that cinematography yeah, that was, was just so spot cool. on. It was yeah, beautiful. It was. Um, and the two women, like, walking, like, huddled together. Yeah. yeah. That was but incredible. If, that was an incredible But scene. if it's already snowing as far south as King's Landing... Then you know, oh yeah, it's Winterfell a blizzard up there. Completely yeah. inaccessible to her yeah. kind of army. That's true. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it. Obviously, that's not that's not how it went anyway. But that was like yeah. my initial reaction as I was like, oh shit, yeah. are they marching on Winterfell? And then Jamie and Cersei broke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I did not expect. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. That was. Yeah, in the in the finale. Yeah, yeah. I I thought she was gonna fucking kill him. Did not see like, that. Did th- you really think I, that? I thought. She, did you really I, think that? I, I did. I thought she would kill him before letting him walk out. And, wow. And I thought she. See, I did. I didn't. I thought she was gonna kill Tyrion too. And I'm like, I what really is he thought doing? that was gonna at happen at the beginning of that scene. I really thought that was gonna happen. Was, he was just poking the bear he as hard as he was, could. Was wasn't he? And yeah. Yeah. I really somehow thought. she pulled back and she was like, no, you know, put your sword up. <laughs> Yeah, just kidding. <gasps> yeah, I'm having a moment. <laughs> but um, but yeah, both. I mean, with both her brothers in that episode, she was on Threatened the verge both of killing of them. them. Yeah, and yeah, it was. It was Which one? I understand the other, not at all. Right. So when he walked away and said, "I don't believe you," do you think he meant he doesn't believe that she's going to kill him, or does she he not believe her about being pregnant? That she's going to kill him. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I think he was just done, and he was like, you know, whatever. You're not going to kill me. 
Yeah. They've been together since childhood. You know, yeah. They love each other. I, I don't know. I don't know where the hell he's going. Like probably to Winterfell. That's what I'm assuming to help fight. because that's what they were taught. That's where they were going. He was so, so he's yeah. he's gonna carry out you know what he has said that he's gonna do. I mean, he, so maybe he's listening to Brienne when she pulled him aside and was like, you know, fuck which he loyalty. always does. He's yeah. always better yeah. with her. I mean, Brienne said, you know, fuck loyalty. You know, this is bigger than loyalty. It's bigger than houses. Yada. And maybe that yeah, for sunk, her to say that maybe that is, sunk in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A big and, deal. And you know, maybe he's going up to help fight in the north. I yeah, know. I'm it's, pretty sure that that's that it, that's it where blew he's my going. Mind. Yeah, that scene was tense. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, um, it was it was very intense between but, those two. Um, so. Jumping ahead, what did you think about the end when Bran finally served a fucking purpose other than being a, you know, just a Debbie Downer? Just sitting there, um, yeah. And he, um, you know, revealed about um, John actually being Aegon Targaryen and I was being really, the really heir. surprised because my, I even, I think I posted this in the group that I didn't think that we would ever find out about this. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I thought they were going to leave us hanging and John was never going to find, John still may not find out. Yeah, he hasn't you know, made that, it back yet. That maybe that could still happen. I I don't know, but um, I mean, he could die. You know, yeah. you don't, you never know on this show. Yeah. So it doesn't look like that they're killing off major characters anymore. But they could surprise you next season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really didn't think that we would ever get confirmation. So it was satisfying to, to finally be like, okay, now we can all put that to rest. Yeah. Now nobody can argue about it anymore. <laughs> like you know, so. Yeah, that that was good to finally get that confirmation. And I'm confused by the whole scene where Bran goes back and he sees the marriage getting annulled, and he sees you know uh, Rhaegar and well, he, he didn't see the marriage getting annulled. Well, he yeah, only saw he, he Lyanna saw getting married. Because um, Sam's the one that brought all that but up. But the hot septum wouldn't have married him if he hadn't annulled him. So that's, yeah, you're right. yeah, because Sam but, had to tell him about that. Yeah. Because at first he was all like, "John's not John Snow. He's John Sand." Because he was born yeah. in Dorne. I loved, yeah, and then there was Sam's a meme. like, no, wait a minute, and then, you There know, was a meme somebody posted where um, Sam tells him that, and Sam's like, who's the three-eyed raven now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to post that in the group. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. I think it's in the group. I oh, think that's where I saw it, yeah. <laughs> that's but, hilarious. Um, that's really funny. But, uh, I'll have to check that out. But, so, now I'm confused about the very root of the show with Robert's Rebellion. Like, if Leanna actually loved Rhaegar... And Rhaegar ran away with her to marry her. Did Robert know? Did he actually think that she got kidnapped? Did he care because he was so in love with her? He didn't want to see her with anybody else? Did the whole thing start because he had a broken heart? Probably. I mean, I I could see that. Or maybe Robert... I mean, I know he got Ned on board because Ned's father and brother were killed by the Mad King. Yes. When all that shit went down. They went... Searching for her at Winterfell, I mean at uh, King's Landing. Yes. And Ares captured them because they were like standing outside the castle calling for Rhaegar to come down and, you know, bring Lyanna, Lyanna down. And Ares captured them and, you know, killed them. Yeah. So that got Ned on board. Um, sure. Well, and, that got all of the North on board yeah. doing that, the entire region. And. Which had nothing necessarily to do with Lyanna. But so. I'm confused about how. I'm confused about what Robert knew and when he knew it. Like, 
I think, weren't they betrothed? Yeah. Robert and Liana were supposed to get and married. Rhaegar and Rhaegar was I'm, married. And I'm pretty sure, <laughs> well, that doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure that it was probably a marriage that, Le- that Liana did not want. That's yeah. what I'm assuming. That Liana did not want to marry Robert. Right. Is what I'm assuming. Because, well, it was supposed to be, um, let me make sure I get this right. It was supposed to be, oh, no, never mind. I'm thinking of John Aaron. Never mind. John Aaron married Liza. Yeah. Um, when met later, when Ned married Catelyn, they had a joint ceremony after Robert's Rebellion. Never mind. Because was Cersei was also betrothed to Rhaegar for a little while. Mm-hmm. It fell through, mm-hmm. but um, that was they, they were betrothed also, from what I understand. I mean, you've read the books, mm-hmm. but supposedly, you and know, it, they were supposed they were supposed to be married too for it, a little while. Yeah, and that's but it when, fell through. That's when at the the. Um, um, not the Battle of Heron Hall, the the uh, tourney. tourney of Heron Hall. Um, Tywin wasn't there with all the other right. red lords um, because he was, you know, pissed off about something back at Casterly Rock. Um, but that's when Rhaegar met Lyanna, Le- mm-hmm. and he. So Rhaegar was married, but after he won the tournament, he gives. You know the um, his favors. Yeah, whatever they call it, something. They're called favors. Yeah, yeah. ideal or you know he normally he would go and present those to his wife. To his wife. Yeah. Instead, he presented them to Lyanna, Mm -hmm. who was betrothed to Robert. So that set off a whole thing. But then, like, it was like a year later when they actually ran away together. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know what happened in between. I don't know, like... There's a lot of unanswered questions there, I think. I, unless I'm just missing something. I I don't want to think that Robert started all this, like, based on a lie. Like the show said. I think that it it's not a lie to him. I think that he probably... Because Did somebody you, give him bad information? Because you have Did to... Varys whisper poss- in his ear that she's getting raped Possibly and a lot of them think that it might have been Baelish. Okay. That it might have been Peter. Because Peter was there during all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's the chaos is master class mm-hmm. of doing shit like this. And that's been the rumor the entire time, is that okay. this was literally all manufactured And I need, by to, I need to dig into it. It might be in the books, and I just don't remember, because they are huge. <laughs> yeah, I know a, some, I a little bit of stuff is in the books. And then if you can actually watch these special features, uh, do you have the Blu-rays? No. You need to get the I Blu-rays. Just stream them. There's yeah. a t- ton of stuff on there i watched um season six mm-hmm. there's this th- these amazing special features and they're done in like cartoon form which sounds stupid i know <laughs> yes, but it it's does. beautiful art okay. the, the 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 way that they do them is incredible okay. it almost reminds me of like the posters okay to how how they do the, the mm-hmm. death scene posters it's really really cool it's really really well done and well produced um and you should check those out. And they do a whole thing on the tourney at Heron Hall. And um, they talk about how, you know, Lyanna Stark might have been the night of the, night the, the of laughing the, night. Yeah, the, the night of the laughing tree. Yeah. The night of the laughing tree. Yeah. Yes. Or, I think or the pretty, laughing night. They called her that, sure that too. That she is. That she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they think that that's how, really, how her and Rhaegar because her, might have had a thing going on. Well, because he they, would compete to, I gotcha. Okay. You know, and and so maybe that's how 
they yeah and they think it's her met each other or we think it's her because her on her shield was a weirwood tree mm-hmm. which is you know up in winterfell and the face on it was like laughing mm-hmm. um so yeah that's why they call her the night of the laughing tree um, yeah and she supposedly was like an excellent horseman or mm-hmm. horsewoman Mm-hmm. And that's really all you have to do to be able to do that is be able to control that horse, yeah. which she could do. Yeah, supposedly better than a man could. Yeah, from what I guess what the books have said about her. So that was cool. Yeah, she's kind of uh, Arya's um, like counterpart. Yeah, yeah, real tomboyish and yeah. you know not your typical like lady right type. So that's why I think that probably. This is just my opinion, pure speculation. I've no way to back any of this up. But probably she didn't want to be married or be betrothed to anyone. But because she's female, that's just what you're going to have to do. Yep. Um, that was Arya's path. That would have been if all hell yeah. hadn't broken loose. You know? Right. And I don't see, you know, probably her father wasn't as understanding as Ned was. Mm-hmm. And I highly doubt that her father, you know, was willing to hear any other right he alternative wanted, he wanted a you're gonna solid, marry robert yeah he you're gonna have a sons with House Baratheon and this and, is the yeah. way that it's gonna be and yeah. you're the way for me to do it and that's what's gonna happen and i i she probably did not want anything to really do with robert i i doubt that he probably was totally in, in love with her and thrilled mm-hmm. with the notion but i she probably didn't want anything to do with mm-hmm. him and then met you know rhaegar probably at that tournament who probably thought oh that kicks ass a woman like riding on a horse mm-hmm. and like kicking dudes asses like he probably liked it he probably thought it was awesome might have mm-hmm. turned him on who knows doubt robert would have liked that very much exactly. you know doubt robert yeah. would have allowed any of that to happen you know yeah, rhaegar right. could have helped her you know get away with it and you know i yeah. don't know who knows hmm. but I'm, I'm sure it was probably something something like that and robert had a freak out and mm-hmm started a war over that i mean i could see it yeah i could see it happening in his mind he thought something totally different was going on like he thought they had this big love affair but they did not at all i mean i could totally see something like that happening well they did though they had a big love affair I mean, him and Robert, her and Robert, like in Robert's oh, mind, Robert you know, she was in love, love with him okay, and he gotcha. was in love with her. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not at all. What, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not at all how it went on her end. Wow. Yeah. There's, I so, can much, see that, there's so much in the show. I can see that happening. The and then especially if you throw in Peter Baelish, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, whispering in his ear. I mean, he even had him on his small council. Right. So obviously he, he listened to what Peter said. Right. True. All the time. This is true. Yeah, when I went back and watched um, watched that episode in season one, and I saw a small council, I'm like, oh my god! Other than like Varys, it, all these people are bad for him. Like, Except for Renly. Renly well, wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. I I was pro Renly. Yeah. Renly would have made a good king. Yeah, he really would, he would have. have. He was smart. He was intelligent. He was kind. Yeah. You know, I think that I think he would have would have made an excellent king. It's a shame what happened to him. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right, so... The Shadow Baby. We'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> Smoke Shadow Baby, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. Um, so thing. I did want to talk about um, uh, one more thing to you about Danny. Are you ready to wrap it up? No, go for it. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about 
the sort of the archetype that they've set with with Danny's character as a whole, like mm-hmm. all the way from season one. You know, like you had her as you know this basically like you know she was sold off like cattle, and right. I think that she's been the most changed character probably in the in the entire series. Her yeah. her character has been the one that has changed. She's grown the most. up. She was like I think fifteen or something to supposed to be when she got married to to Cal yeah. Drago. Um, so yeah, she between just growing up and all the shit she's been through, yeah, she has definitely evolved. That character has. Yeah, so it's interesting to watch the fan base sort of want a character like that to to have a love story. So I just kind of want, wanted to talk to you about that for a minute. Um, like, why can't why can't she just be why can't an she queen? just be a queen? Mm-hmm. You know, like you. I, I think it's my comparison in my notes is to Queen Elizabeth the first that that archetype that she set, you know, Queen Elizabeth knew that if I get married, I won't be the queen anymore. He'll be the king and he could potentially chop my fucking head off just mm-hmm. like my dad used to do to mm-hmm. all of his queens. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so she knew better and she sort of, you know, turned herself in to this like creature you know, really formidable type of, of creature being where she's not female and she's not male either. Yeah. And if you look at paintings of her and even like letters that were written of her, you know, she painted her face white and she yes. put on this like stark makeup and she wore wigs and she wore these crazy costumes that would make her look taller and bigger and larger than all the men in the room. And she did mm-hmm. that on purpose so that she would be this, you know, fierce looking thing yeah. that nobody could touch or yeah. nobody could get near literally because her costumes might stab you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, and then you have Danny who's in my opinion, like the literal version of that. She rides on a fucking dragon. I mean, right. <laughs> she's like the literal like version of don't fuck with me of yeah, that. I'm the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I just, I, I don't, don't want to get laid. I don't know why that couldn't just, <laughs> By my nephew. <laughs> Stand on its own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think I think it's a disservice to the character, but I think that it's probably the way that um, Martin's going to go in the books, too, because I think he'll end up confirming in the books about John being Aegon and hence being the rightful heir to the throne, and that in itself, you know, lowers her position. She's not the dragon queen anymore. You know, she is, but she's not the rightful queen to the Iron Throne. Um, right. When she has a really strong case that she is, as of now, until they find out. Um, so, you know, I think that... Um, I think it'd be great to have a character like that where she can stand alone and just mm-hmm. be... Um, just be good at kind of like Brienne, just be good at what she is and not need a love story. Um, yep. But uh, I don't think that was ever in the cards for Danny with with the way Martin was going. Has uh, written the going books. Down yeah, you've read them. So yeah. you know the direction he was going with her anyway. I mean, even from the beginning, he had her, you know, the first thing with her. Tangled was, up with men, yeah, yeah, the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So but, what do you think, um, because I mean, I feel like 
I mean, this is, I can tell you what I wanted to happen with those two. I wanted John to find out who he is. And then I wanted John to want it. All of it. I wanted a total, like, fight her. reversal. Yep. Okay. Of character on him. I wanted, yeah, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him because he's always been a bastard. That's always mm-hmm. been his thing. And he's always been really ashamed of it and really upset about it. He's never liked it. He's never accepted it. He's always been embarrassed about it. I feel like he's kind of started to, okay, well, this is, just, you know, who I am. I'm fucking Jon Snow. But mm-hmm. he's not, like, <laughs> he's not happy about it. And he's never been happy about it. And if he were to find out who he really is, I feel like that that would be that would be an awesome storyline mm-hmm. to have him be like, oh fuck this, I want I all of know. it, I we, want all of it, fuck I everyone. He, I know he's like falling in love with Danny and stuff right now, but I mean, how many times has he done that and you know kind of gotten over it or you know like with uh, Ygrit? God, I can't say her name. Um, the redhead. Ygrit. Egret, thank you. Like the bird. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he, you know, essentially ended up turning his back on her for duty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they, if they're good, if they write it well next season, I think they could spin it to where he turns his back on Danny to take his rightful place on the throne. I think it'll be shocking to fans. And I don't think I think that would be great. I don't, I don't think they'll do it because no. it'll piss everybody off. But except for me, um, yeah, <laughs> I'd be the only one that would be like, "Yes, finally." Yeah. Sarah really <laughs> hates Danny and John together. Um, yeah, I don't like it at all. But um, but I think that would be a good twist next season. But I don't know how many more twists are coming. I feel like yeah, it's all culminating. We're at the end, so yeah, yeah. I think it's just what we're seeing is what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, agree. Um, I just think it's strange that the fan base that, you know, the show has wants to see this love story. They want Mm -hmm. to see the show devolve into, or dissolve, really, Mm -hmm. into a love story. I'm just really surprised by that. I really, really am. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. It it takes it from being such a, you know, intellectual... Um, Intricate story between multiple different... Yeah. And it just makes it so much more simple. But, Let's just turn it into a love story, and everybody's behind it. I mean, everybody's happy they, about it. Everybody wants it. Like and I said earlier, that's what, really got, that's what they've got to work with now that they're so far away from where the books are because they don't have Martin's, um, you know, really intricate storytelling to lean on. So now they're having to make up their own shit. And even, even if they have, like, a guide from him on major plot points, they still have to fill in the blanks. And, you know, clearly... That's been a struggle. So that's all you can come up with for a, f- a strong female character is we'll just give her a love story? I mean, that's just so shitty. Right. It really is. It's really shitty as a female to watch. To watch, like, a strong, finally having, well, like, a strong female character like Danny on screen that we've never really seen before in well, a role get, like that. Get ready to ever. get pissed next season because you know yep. Tormund's going to pop up out of the snow and I'm him, sure. and, him and Brienne are going to are going to get it on yep. somehow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And have big, giant, red and blonde-headed babies like <laughs> oh he said. God. Whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um... The big woman. <laughs> the, is the big woman with you? <laughs> no. God. What's your deal with her? <laughs> Love it. 
God, watch it anyway. Dexter or something. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll wrap up with the end end scene of the season finale. Night King comes riding up on his newly resurrected dragon and blasts the shit out of the wall that had yeah, been there. Yeah, what you think about that? Been there for eight thousand years. Had been built by Bran the Builder, the founder of House Stark was imbued with all this magic and all this shit, but apparently they finally got something powerful enough to override it and blast through all that. Do you think that, that was fire that he was breathing, or what do you think blue I flame, I guess, has been thrown around? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess it, either of those. I, I, I don't, I mean, I think everybody says ice, I'm not seeing how ice is going to take down an ice wall, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I like mean, the idea of blue flame. Um, yeah, you know because it's if nothing else, it's it, it and this is you know just nerding out. It doesn't really matter. It, no, but um, blue flame is you know as you know a lot hotter than like a regular flame. Right. So maybe that's part of what amplified his power to take down the wall. Yeah, because he was just going and going and going the entire. Yeah. Like, he never stopped blowing that out. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed about Drogon. Yeah. (laughs) Drogon stops and then restarts and then stops. And then he's not constant the entire time. So, yeah, I'm hoping next season we get get to see Mm -hmm. something between the two of them. But they've breached the wall. They're coming over. Yeah. It's craziness. So what are they going to hit first? They'll hit, like, Molestown. Molestown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although no, they're at East Watch by the Sea, I think. So they're at East Watch right now. I'm trying to picture so the map come down, in my mind. We should have pulled up the um, map. Town's like right to the south of Castle Black. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, they're probably just going to march for Winter, Winterfell, and that'll be their first big major battle. Because Winterfell is the, you know, that's the last refuge of the north that's where if anything is going to stop anything that's why it's there like to keep so that's where from, everybody's from going, going south correct everybody's going so. to winterfell mm-hmm. john danny everybody i think so yeah is going there jamie so it'll all culminate next season so you want to talk about predictions mm. wrap it up yeah so i hope they get back to killing off some major characters i think everybody I, I, the one of the universal criticisms I've seen with the season finale is that no major characters died. You could argue. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let, let's 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 talk about that just for a second. Wait, yeah. I mean, do you feel like something is missing? I think do they're you... they're not taking as many risks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think if they had, you know, killed, I pick one, any anybody. Yeah. They, you know. Um, Littlefinger wasn't a major character. He was important, and he'd been in the show since the beginning. But he hasn't done anything this entire season. He's just been, like, skulking around. The only thing he did was that scroll. Yeah. Try to set that shit up and try to drive a wedge between the girls. But other than that, he didn't do anything this entire season. So That we know of. (laughs) I mean... I mean, something could come out next season that he did. I mean, imagine if um, they had killed John off right oh as, yeah that would have been amazing right as Bran was telling Sam about who he really is you know or kill as much as god I don't want to see it or killed Cersei somehow yeah or whatever 
Um, well, I really feel like that Jamie should have died in the, the loot train battle. Yeah. He should have died. He should have drowned. He should have sank. It should have been coming up with, mm-hmm. like, either Bron pulling his body, his dead body out, or mm-hmm. he just would have died or something. I mean, we would have needed to see it, obviously, but, you know, that he should have died. Yeah. I feel like that we got cheated. Yeah. As I an audience so. out of out of that. Yeah. And then, like, all the ramifications that would have happened Cersei really going nuts after that and then finding out that she's pregnant set her completely over the edge which would have been great yeah you're right yeah (laughs) to watch for everyone that would have been fantastic there would have been no listening to Tyrion there would have been no listening to anyone after that and that just would have completely sent her off the rails over the edge so I think in season eight I think we'll We'll have to have some of that. Somebody, these people have to be killed off. Somebody's got to end yeah. up on the Iron Throne, even if it's John and Danny together. <sighs> that means everybody else has to die. Puke, rain. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's my prediction that they'll at least add some of that back in. Um, but I think it's um, I, I do think that Danny's going to get pregnant. I think mm-hmm. she'll still have three children. Um, I do think John was spot on in that scene when he's like, well, did you ever consider that yeah. know, that witch might not be the most reliable source or whatever? <laughs> that was great. I mean, I thought she, like, pretty much gave her, like, a hysterectomy, like, during the whole... Because she basically aborted the baby. To get it so out. So I just have assumed mm-hmm. for all these seasons moving forward that she did something, you know, physically to her where right. Danny probably doesn't have a period anymore and, you know, like, knows that, right. okay, I can't... Could be. I'm, you know, know, I'm not menstruating, so obviously I can't have a baby anymore. So yeah. that's just what I've assumed the entire time, but I don't think that that's going to be the case moving forward. I agree. She's going to be pregnant. And yep. They're going to fucking live happily ever after. <laughs> In their kingdom of peace. God damn it. <laughs> No, I think I think that Danny's gonna die in childbirth, and this is why. Um, oh wow! Because this show we is... haven't talked about this yet. That's interesting. No, um, are you done with your yeah, season yeah, eight yeah. prediction? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, no go. So my season eight prediction, my main one is that uh, John and Danny are gonna get married, and she'll be pregnant, mm-hmm. and he's gonna find out who he is. That's gonna cause a lot of contention. Mm-hmm. That could be the in the, the point where he starts to turn on her. Even it will. I think she's going to turn on him. I don't see him turning on her. I don't see John doing anything because he's, he's stupid. First yes. of all, he's too much of an idiot to do anything. Yes. And John is an idiot. Not in his nature. Um, and they're not going to change his nature at this point. Mm-hmm. They're not going to make him smart ever. <laughs> so that's right. Not going to happen. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but I think she's going to die in childbirth and uh, the show did a really good job of foreshadowing that I think with laying over the scene of his mother dying in childbirth um, you know bringing him into the world and showing the whole marriage between Rhaegar and Lyanna mm-hmm. which means John and Danny are going to get married and then showing the scene with Lyanna dying in childbirth I think means Danny's going to die in childbirth too um yeah, that's that's pretty much the major thing I think's I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, that that would be huge. People yep. will lose it. That's that's really good. That's a good prediction. Yeah. I'm I mean, you know, we'll see, but Yeah. 
I think that that would be they they're gonna have to do something to bring sure people like me back see in. Danny die? Are you sure you just don't have wish? I mean, thinking? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I I don't like what they've done to her character. I think mm-hmm. that she's gonna be pretty much worthless at this point because they've destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no bringing. There's no fixing this character unless she were to kill John. Ooh yeah. That'd be good. That would that'd be satisfying. That would bring her. That would bring her back. Yeah. You know, to what she should be, I think, which is a queen mm-hmm. conquering and ruling because that's what that's what she is. She's a Targaryen. It's like in their blood to, to do this. Mm-hmm. And being with somebody like John is not gonna. It's not gonna bring her. You know, fully into that at all especially once he finds out who he is and she does too that's going to be a problem that's that's everybody can try to pretend that it's not but yeah oh everybody's so excited that's going to be a problem for her she's not going to be cool with that not at all because she's not even going to care about the fact that she's her aunt she's not cool with she's not going to care about the fact that she's his aunt and they fucked that's not going to matter she's going to care that he's fucking Aegon Targaryen (laughs) And the heir to the throne. And now he's a threat. That's going to be the problem for yep. her. Yep. Ooh, what if she feeds him to Drogon? Wouldn't that be satisfying? Yeah. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm going to get the so dragon, much hate. I don't know if the dragon would eat him, though, because he's like a walking corpse or whatever. True. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. he is. I we hope, don't know, we don't know uh, what he is. Yeah. He's whatever, like, Benjen was. They called him Cold Hands. But with, in the like, book. better skin. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Benjamin stayed in the in the north. He got cold. He got cold. How about um, that too? How they just did Benjamin like that? They fucked him over, right? Get I on mean, the horse. I have to die now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Uncle Benjamin, I've been trying to find you since season one. Yeah. Okay, bye. I'm gonna die now. It's like that was <laughs> good to see you. So shitty. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. yeah, the whole the whole season has been has been. A mess. <laughs> it's just been a mess. It really has <sighs> when it comes to stuff like that. So, what do you think that they've done right? What do you, What do you think? What do you think has been? I think that they and on point. The, well, the things that they've focused on, they've done really well. They've done great with action scenes. They've done great battle scenes. Um, I don't know if I don't know if anything's ever going to beat. The Battle of the Bastards. That's still probably my favorite battle scene. Yeah, and everybody's saying, oh, Loot Train, best scene ever. No. And I'm like, you just got something shiny and new. Calm down. Yes, exactly. Calm down. Um, I think they've done a good job at, um, you know, kind of showing the dragons having, like, a little bit of personality, showing their differences, um, you know, showing how Danny care- cares about each of them individually you yeah know. um they flush yeah i like that, that too um and y- you know when uh Syrian dies you know showing how danny was just so tore up devastated like, and didn't want to leave but she knew she was about to lose another dragon if she didn't take off and yeah it was just uh, so the things that they wanted to do the things that they focused on they've done really well but i think it's been at the expense of you know, the more, like I said, the more intellectual aspects of the show, the the things that really gets the mega fans on board and gets them yes. talking, those subtleties. Um, so, you know, I, it, it is what it is. It, it, I I don't know. It'd be nice to see them do both, but... That's not may, going to happen Maybe anymore. they can't, yeah. Yeah, they can't. I don't think they're capable. 
yeah of it to be quite honest agreed i think that that's all over and done with now all right well on that happy note we'll wrap up (laughs) um send your hate mail to (laughs) you yeah Pop my pod at Twitter, Instagram. We're all over Facebook, the grams. Yeah. Comp <laughs> Go crazy. Um, just a note, this this song um, and the one that you heard at the top of the show um, is this cool song that Sarah found. Uh, it's a Western style cover of the Game of Thrones. Um, it's so good. Theme song. I love it. Um, it's by Benedict Menzigal. Um, and we'll put a link to... Um, to the song in our show notes but yeah um because you're just getting a little snippet of it but yeah listen to the whole thing it's it's um, it's really it's good. a really cool style it kind of reminded me of um some of the music from kill bill how it was real western and you know just like guitar picky and stuff like that but um it's cool to hear the the theme song in a little bit of a different manner so yeah that's what that is and um yeah until next time uh Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. That was a, that was a lot of talking. I have to take a nap. I need a nap now. <laughs> and there's so many characters. I mean, I can't. I was like, am I getting? Am I getting this right? Like. Yeah. I, I, I feel like we did. I was good about 90% of the time. <laughs> I, I feel like we... But I always you knew You fucked up some of the names. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> which was really strange. Because usually I'm the one that's not pronouncing shit right. I, I knew that you would That's why I was like, not me. you do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well. Season 8. 2019. I'm excited for the prequels. That's just that's, time. That's really what I'm yeah, excited for. Yeah, those are going to be cool. I'm kind of like, season eight is, I don't, I mean, I care. I'm going to, of course I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But I'm not really excited for it. I'm excited for the prequels. Yeah. I've kind of like moved I, I, on I, mentally, like already. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They'll give us more lore and history and stuff. The kind of stuff that we love. I yeah, think. like that that we were talking about, like the why. Maybe they'll like, show like the turning. Why did Robert do this? Yeah. Why did so and so do this? Yeah. Like why was Ares the way that he was? Like what made him go nuts? And yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing too about Danny. Is don't they go nuts around this time? Those Targaryens don't they start they going crazy? Some of yep. them are really oh, uh, are okay. Stable. Like Rhaegar was okay. That's what Rhaegar they said was about okay. him. Aegon, obviously, Viserys was, okay. was nuts. Yeah, he was crazy um, already. So, I don't know. I guess maybe it's... Um, Just depends. Yeah. If they got the crazy gene or not. It's probably from all the inbreeding. I'm it sure, is. It's from the inbreeding. I'm sure Danny and um, John's kid will be fine. You know, no big deal. Just aunt and nephew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no no craziness coming oh, out of yeah. there. They'll be totally fine. Ugh. Just really, really dumb. <laughs> Just really dumb. It'll be really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh.